0: This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. آمين يا رب العالمين وأوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله. وقد أمرنا بالحق وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون. يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يُصْلِح لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَن يُطْرِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا ثُمَّ أَمَّا بَعْدِ We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what He has guided us to. Thanking Him for what He has allowed us to do despite these circumstances. And praising Him first and foremost for sending us guidance through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as he did the prophets and the messengers before we ask Allah to send his peace and blessings upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam upon all of the prophets and messengers that came before his family and companions that served alongside of him and those that follow in their blessed path until the day of judgment Allahumma amin. and we are here as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us after Ramadan هداكم, that you complete the period of fasting in Ramadan and you Declare Allah's greatness for that which He has guided you to. And I didn't forget which Eid it was. This Eid continues off from last Eid. Because this season of worship continues after last season of worship. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed us to complete the period of Ramadan and that Eid. And gain a greater respect and devotion towards that which He has guided us towards. A greater appreciation, shukr gratitude for giving us a sense of purpose. In the midst of things that often don't make sense, we say, Allahu Akbar, Allah is greater, God is greater than all that is around us, than all of our uncertainty, than all of our sadness, than all of our circumstances, than all of those who oppress, than all of those things that make sense and don't make sense, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is greater than all of that. And within two months of that period finishing, the second Eid is in such close proximity where we spend the first 10 days of the hijjah saying Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar La ilaha illallah Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar hamd declaring the greatness of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala declaring our devotion to that which he has guided us to and our gratitude to him for it there's a realization that takes place but this Eid revolves around a story And it's not just the story of Ibrahim Alayhi salam. it's the story of Ibrahim and Ismail and Hajar. The story of Ibrahim, Hajar and Ismail, it's the story of a blessed family that understood the incredible incredible power that comes through having true, pure trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the midst of all things. And this Eid... We don't just mimic the sacrifice of Ibrahim Alayhi salam. we seek to find the tawakkul, the trust of Ibrahim Alayhi salam. And I wanted to talk about this family through the lens of an ayah that we recite. And I want us to co- connect this also to what we left off of with Ramadan and in the COVID-19 era, it's all felt like the same thing anyway, right? We're just going to the next month, the next day, the next week, and we're chugging along. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that as you finish Ramadan, you come to a place where you say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And you feel a great sense of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that minimizes everything else around you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says the purpose of that fasting was what? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you gain taqwa. You become more mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the more mindful of Allah you become, the more grateful to Him you will inevitably become the greater his greatness will be in your sight when you become more mindful of him. And so there's one ayah I want you to look at the story of Ibrahim, Hajar and Ismail through for a moment and then we look at our own story through it. وَمَن يتقل لها يَجْعَلْ لَهُ لا يحتسب First and foremost, whoever is conscious, mindful of Allah, Allah will make a way out for them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for them from places that they would have never imagined. وَمَن يَتَوَكِّلْ عَلَى الله And if you have trust in Allah, فَهُوَ حَسْبُ Then He is enough for you. He is sufficient for you. And I want you to think about each one of them through the lens of this ayah before you think about it for yourself. And one of the incredible things about the story of Ibrahim Hajar and Ismail was that what gave them comfort in all of their situations and their affairs was not that Hajar could look out the corner of her eye and say, well, there are two hills over there, and if I run between them and shout loud enough, maybe someone will hear me. There looks like there could be a well that could one day be constructed over here. I think I heard that some people live close over there. That's not what gave Hajar. It wasn't the water out of the corner of her eye or Ibrahim alayhi salam as he was walking away from them or Ismail alayhi salam. Ismail alayhi salam was not looking for the quickest exit if his father decides to actually proceed with the sacrifice. What was giving them all a sense of contentment was what? Allah's command. Allah never commands us to do something except that Allah intends good for us. Allah never commands us to do something except that Allah intends good for us. us. And the closer we are to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even when it becomes the most difficult to apply those commands, the more blessing we're going to find in our lives. And so the answer of Ibrahim alayhi salam was, Allah tells him, Aslam, he's the one receiving divine revelation. Submit Aslam to Rabbil Alameen. Allah told me to do it, I'm going to do it, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of me. The answer of Hajar, that gave her comfort was not, are you going to come back and check on us in a few months? Is something going to happen? Did Allah tell you that someone's going to come take care of us? The comfort of Hajar was, Allahu Amaraka bihala. Did Allah command you to do it? If so, Allah's not going to abandon us. We'll be fine. Her comfort was that the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came with blessing. And the comfort of Ismail alayhi salam was what? Ya abatif al ma tu'mar. SubhanAllah, he didn't say to his father, do what you saw in the dream. He said to his father, do as you have been commanded to do. Because if Allah commanded you to do it, only good will come through it. Each one of them found comfort in the same thing. Not the circumstances, not that they could see the makhraja or where the risk would come from. Not that they could see the way out or the way the sustenance would come, but they found comfort in knowing that Allah commanded it and Allah would not command something except that Allah would bring about good in their lives. That's where they found it. And that's where they got their contentment from. And dear brothers and sisters, when do we find true tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It's when we can't see the makhraja, we can't see the exit, And we can't see where the risk will come from, where the sustenance is going to come from. We have no clue and we have to submit ourselves because nothing is making sense. The circumstances don't make sense. Everything is uncertain. When is this going to end? How am I going to do this? How is this going to come? I will remain dedicated and clinging towards that which I've been commanded to do and I know that goodness will come as a result of that. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala will not leave me in a place of destruction as a result of that, and you see that with each and every single one of them, their comfort came from that. Their comfort came from that. Hajar had no idea. And by the way, you can go through the story of the verse with each one of them. But I want you to think, as Ibrahim alayhi salam was walking away from Hajar and Ismail, what was the conversation that he was having with Allah like? As Hajar would wait as the sun became hotter, and her child became thirstier, What was the du'a that was going on between her and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? As Ismail alayhi salam was being walked to the place of his sacrifice, what was the du'a between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And then on top of that, dear brothers and sisters, Ibrahim alayhi salam, as he is about to sacrifice his son, he too has been sacrificed by his father, but he was sacrificed for false purposes and towards false gods and out of a sense of lowliness. He knows what it's like. As Ibrahim was walking away from Hajar, he knows what it's like to have people turn their backs on you. But with Ibrahim السلام, he wasn't acting out of a lowly place or for lowly aims, nor was he saddened because he didn't trust the one whom he was acting for. He knew that Allah took care of him when he was thrown into the fire. And Allah would take care of Ismail السلام, and Allah would take care of Hajar And that's why the end of this verse is so beautiful. Whoever has true trust in Allah, Allah is sufficient for them. They actually don't need to know where the exit is, and they don't need to know where the risk is going to come from. They're comforted with that, they're contented with that idea that Allah is going to be enough for me anyway. And what was the first dua of Ibrahim thrown into the fire that would keep him sustained through the heat of life? Allah is enough for me. Go through the ayah with each one of them. Hajar وَمَنْ يَتَقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مخرجة. The makhrajah, Jibreel alayhi salam coming, striking the water. She never thought the Zamzam would come from that, the, the ground that way. She never thought a tribe would come and settle, a people would come and settle around her because of that. She could not have written her own story. Ismail could not have written his own story, that he would be the ancestor. Of Khairu Khaliqulla, Muhammad Sallallahu the best of Allah's creation, he could not have written his own story, and that's the point. You don't want to author your own story. You want Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You are comforted with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala authoring your story. You're good with that, because Hasbunallah wa al Wakil. I trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and so in that, and I'll conclude with this: Every single one of these moments of uncertainty is a blessing from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Every single one of them. It's hard for us to see. It is hard for us to see, but every single one of them is a chance to learn that truth and that reality over and over and over again in our lives. So if we survive through this, we will look back on it and we'll say, remember those days and we'll remember how the makhraj, the exit was somewhere we never expected and the risk came from places, the sustenance came from places that we never, respect, we never expected. But we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with gratitude today, declaring His greatness Alhamdulillah, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowing us to gather even in this way today for Eid. How many of us were so happy that we would be in these sub-optimal conditions, spread out over three prayers, social distance in our masks, outside, not in the masjid, and you saw the Eid prayer come up and you said, Alhamdulillah, you said, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. That's the point. Let Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala author our story for us and let's be content with that. And let's enjoy what we're learning along the way and express gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let every single one of them be an affirmation of Allah's greatness and our inability sometimes to perceive it and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for each other we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those that are grateful to him in all circumstances that see his greatness through all hardships that see the blessings that are sometimes concealed even in the midst of devastating pandemics. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift the hardship from our brothers and sisters that are oppressed all over the world, that are suffering in ways that we have never suffered and we could never imagine suffering. We ask Allah to lift the oppression from our brothers and sisters around the world and make things easy for them and allow them to overcome their oppressors. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to unite us in this community and to unite us around the world, to unite our hearts in recognition of that truth and in recognition of the rights that each one of us has upon each other through that truth. Allahumma ameen. Wa salli wa ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. and Eid Mubarak to you all. Once again, may Allah bless you all and your families.